I don't know that much about cruising. Well, not as much as podcasts that I've listened to. Because I'm going to admit a bunch of stuff here. I have listened to quite a few cruise podcasts. The best of all is Fantastic Cruising. They are beyond the greatest of everything. Sorry, I was drinking something. I have a soda right here by my arm. Just in case something crops up, I can take a drink. Or if I'm thirsty, I can take a drink. And unfortunately, whenever you take a drink of soda or we take a drink of something, you start to feel a burp coming up. And it's right in the middle of a podcast. Right when you're recording. That's really unfortunate. But that's the things that are going live. Um, the, <clears throat> the fantastic cruising is where you want to go for cruise news and all sorts of, all sorts of awesome stuff. They are beyond the best. Beyond, way beyond the best. Uh, but I have been on a few cruises myself. I've been on Disney once, as, as you heard um, in the previous podcast where Matt and Kimbra talked about uh, Shark Week and Disney versus, versus Carnival versus Royal Caribbean versus Norwegian princess celebrity, stuff like that. Or those those cruise lines versus Disney, and vice versa. So I had sent them an email, and Matt and Kimbra graciously addressed it and talked about it. And and thank you both for that, and thank you both for being unbelievably awesome and just everything you do, and even the podcast as well. But I'm going to talk about what I and maybe a little bit some of the responses that what I had to what Matt was Matt and Kimbra were talking about. Um, like, like, like Matt and Kimber read in their, in the email that I had sent them and they read it on the podcast, I have been on Disney once and I have been on Carnival twice. Now, you, yeah, you make a point. He makes a point when he says, yeah, if you're willing to go on, on Disney and spend the extra money to get to Disney or to get on to Disney, what is the, what is money if you're willing to spend that much more, that little bit more extra? And it's and in interest, referring directly back to the incident as it occurred, I didn't actually spend that money. I was on a cruise. My my dad and stepmom put together a huge family cruise for everyone, and I was part of that, and I was included in that. So my dad and stepmom footed the bill for that, and we I jumped on board with them. And I believe going back, going that far back, although that's not that far back. I believe going that far back, that was probably my first cruise. So, I would say, given my the way I lean towards Disney and some people, like I've heard Kimbra say, I'm referring to back to I'm going to refer a lot back to what I've heard Matt and Kimbra say, because I listen to their podcast a lot, and there. So I've heard Kimbra say that she likes Disney, and I've heard a lot of people say that they love Disney and they adore Disney. I like Disney. I really enjoy Disney, and I find it really cool and really awesome, and a lot of fun. Now, while I, I will also say that in my experience with a bunch of things, the real world or how the real fantasy, well, that's kind of weird to say real fantasy world, but how the world goes, even when you think of fantasies, is that's not the Disney way is kind of like looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. That's not bad at all. It's just... It's, it's just looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. Now, Disney, much like Vegas, 
Disney, if you want to take a vacation or take a cruise or go somewhere on something and can be completely pulled out of, withdrawn from the world that you're in, Disney is one of the ways to go. They are so incredibly awesome in completely immersing you in the experience, not just when not just in Disney World and Disneyland and the rides, but on the cruise ships. They are so in incredibly awesome and so ex- exemplary, as is Universal. Universal is exemplary as pulling you inside of the world of the ride or the world of the amusement park. And they they feel like you're you feel like you're in the movie. And that's what Disney is exemplary is really good at. And Disney as is Universal, Disney is exemplary at that and they're awesome at that. And that's one of the coolest things about going to Disney and being part of Disney is that they do that very, very well. And it's very easy to, to, to remove yourself from the world that you're a part of. To remove yourself and to take yourself out of out of your life and to become a part of someone else. Become a part of this fantasy world. And this world is just unbelievably awesome. And it's great to, to experience that, to become part of it. Now, does that necessarily warrant the price tag that you're charged for getting on a cruise ship? I don't know. I think when when you're offered everything that Disney offers its passengers on the ships and its people who visit the amusement park, when you're offered everything that Disney can offer you and you have competitors, why do you charge as much as you do? Because as Carnival has proven, although not in the same way and not in the same extent, although Carnival has proven, you can get somewhat the similar experiences that you can get on Disney for a much, much, much lower price. Like, it's significantly lower price. Now, right, Carnival and Disney are two separate things. And they're two completely unrelated and two not part of each other at all. But you can get somewhat the same experiences that you can get on Disney, although not nearly as amazing and wonderful as Disney, on Carnival from, from, like I said, a much lower price. And all the other cruise lines are very kid-friendly, are very family-friendly. Disney is much more so because that's what it's driven for. That's the whole theme about it. But it's... There are... And here's the thing that Disney ships have over all the other ships. And maybe, please correct me if I'm wrong, because that's what I always say with these podcasts. I have a lot of preconceived notions or a lot of preconceived ideas about how things are or how I see things or how things seem to be. And my perception of something could be wrong. I'm willing to admit I'm probably wrong in a few things. I could be off and I'm probably a little bit off in my assumption of a few things because after all, it's just an assumption. So if I'm wrong, please correct me. I'd rather have people know the right thing, the way things are, than have someone's, someone spouting off and thinking something is the way it really isn't. Um, but... Disney, to my knowledge, Disney had a movie theater, which is like, which is like a movie screen, a big movie screen on a stage in a theater, which is kind of the very definition of movie theater, a theater with a movie screen, not just the theater, the movie thing that you, movie theaters that you think of when you go to a movie theater, say AMC or Regal or things like that. 
But Disney had a movie theater, and I, in the times that I had been on Carnival, Carnival didn't have that. They didn't have the movie theater experience. And maybe it's just me, and I don't know if people, people can agree with me or disagree with me, or say their counterpoints, and to each, to each their own. If you have different preferences that you like, or different preferences that you prefer on a cruise ship, then God bless you, more power to you. Go with what you prefer, and go with Go with what, go to the cruise line you prefer, as opposed to, uh, go to the cruise line you prefer and the cruise line that has what you're looking for, as opposed to what you think is cool. Now, if you think it's cool, but you I don't know if you really spend that much time there, or if you would go to it or anything, then don't really go there. Go with what you think would you you would spend your time with, or go with what you think you would enjoy and you think you would love. Now, I didn't really don't really call recalls on the two times I had been at Carnival. I don't recall seeing movie theaters on on the ship at all, and that's that's very unfortunate. Sorry, I'm gonna take a drink here. That was very unfortunate, and that's just me because being a person who has a film degree and someone who loves movies as much as he lo- he loves a significant other, seeing a movies is just beyond awesome. It's one of the coolest things and the best ways to pass time. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy movies. And that'd be one of the coolest things to go see. Now, when my cruise ship, that was that was the thing I liked and I really wanted to take some time to myself where my family was out on the board walking around the ship or going to different things or going to shows. I would want to go to the theater and sit down and see a movie. Even if there was other movies out that I would prefer to see before the Disney movie, I still wouldn't mind seeing a Disney movie. Now, that's another thing about Disney cruise ships, or things that I think. Again, this is my perception of something. Um, The Disney ships will only show Disney movies, or Disney-related movies, like Pixar, or now, Marvel, and Star Wars. But Disney will show only Disney-related movies. Whereas, in my experience, if or what I was told or thought that the other cruise lines while not being tied to or or burdened to burden is the wrong word but not being tied to or part of another of a, of a parent company they could show just about any movie they darn well please if they choose to have a movie theater on their ship now the other things that the other cruise lines don't uh, the other cruise lines have that Disney doesn't have and it makes sense because Disney is the kid oriented family cruise line so it makes sense. But the other cruise lines, uh, Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian Princess, Celebrity, all have ca- casinos. Disney does not. Which, you know, I can hear you all going, well, duh. It's just a friendly cruise ship. It's not supposed to have a, car- a casino. But that, to me, for someone who adores and loves Las Vegas as much as I do, um, it's like it's a second home to me. Now... I could never, going off on a quick tangent here, I could never live there because to me, just the way I grew up and who I am, I don't like heat. I hate heat. I can't, I don't, I don't survive well. I don't do very well in heat. Now, I know now, now me saying that you're going, well, then why would you ever think about moving to Vegas? Well, <laughs> if it wasn't for the heat, I would move there tomorrow. Guarantee it. Absolutely. There's nothing... There's, I can't describe to you, and I won't expound on it in this podcast, in this episode anyway, 
But there's so much about that city, so much about Vegas that is so beyond awesome. That is so just, I can't, I can't express it to you. And that's why I love that city so much. And for someone who's not a gambler, I love walking through the casinos. Just the feel and the aura about experiencing being in a casino. And that's also, that draw extends to cruise ships as well. I love going to a place that makes me feel like I don't have to have the life I lead is irrelevant there. It doesn't have any point to it at all. And that's Vegas is the greatest city on earth that's like that. You go there and whatever whatever exists for your life outside of the city doesn't exist in the city. Doesn't happen. Your life, the life you lead outside, does not exist inside Vegas. So you can conduct yourself however you see fit, and it's a great way to pull yourself out of the life you lead, the world you lead. And people have asked me before if you can you. One of my my best friend actually says, "Can you relax in Vegas or do you relax in Vegas?" And I said, "Absolutely. It's one of the easiest places on earth for me to relax." And the same, and that that extends to cruise ship, cruise ships as well. Cruise ships for me are the easiest, one of the easiest places to relax. Um, and yes, I know it is for every, everyone says that because everyone loves it finds it very easy to relax on a cruise ship. Now, I I have found that the it seemed like although I was much younger when I did, it seems like the the staff and the, the cruise directors and the entertainment and the people on Disney, they were there because it was kind of, it kind of felt like it was Disney World on the water. And they were kind of going through it the same way they would go through it if they were at the Disney World on land and the Disney or the Disney, the Disneyland on Disneyland on land. <laughs> that sounds weird. But it kind of seems like they were going through the motions the same way they would go through the motions in the Disney on land. And it kind of felt like they were doing their... They're going over the top and doing their service and doing what they had to do because that's what Disney wants. That's what Disney would want from its people who are there to serve the guests, who are there to... to... Make sure the guests are comfortable. Make sure the guests are waited on. Now, is there... I know a lot of cruise lines would probably say yes. And a lot of people who've been on cruise could, cruises could say yes. But is it, the, is it the job of the cruise lines to wait on their passengers' hand and foot everything they need and everything they ever could want? Well, no, not really. Because you, be, you shouldn't be waited on like your royalty. You also should be like, if you want something or you need something, you should get up and get it. Get your butt up and get it on your own. Walk to the buffet or walk through the casino or walk to a restaurant or something. And if you need something or you want something, get up and get it yourself. You shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't have to go to, go to the phone in your cabin and say, unless you want to order room service, you shouldn't be able to go to the phone in your cabin and say, hey, I would like a soda or I would like a five course meal or spaghetti or a lasagna and I'm only saying that because I love Italian food my stomach and my taste buds are Italian um, but you you should be able to go anywhere you want on the ship and get what you need and you, 
and a ship should be should be catered to what to you doing things for yourself. Now, and I believe, and all of them are, to my knowledge. But you should also you should also have the entertainment. I now I don't know if this is the case because it's been a little bit since I've been on a, been on a ship, and a lot of this I'm going to mention this a couple times. I should have said that at the beginning of the episode. Where I'm going to specifically speak to the people I know directly, who knows this back and forwards, and you can all their cruising, all the cruising expertise, and all the cruising questions, and everything, all the expertise and stuff that you want, and all the pointers, you should go to Matt and Kimbra, and ask them both on Fantastic Cruising, on their uh, Fantastic Cruising community on Facebook. Go on there and ask them all the questions, and ask them advice, and just ask them things about cruising because they're the people you should go to to get info and to get things, to get the things that you want to know about cruising. I'm not an authority on it. I'm just talking about my personal interactions and personal things, and my personal experience with cruising. So this is all me, and I'm not an expert, but they are the closest things that I know to being an expert. So you should go to their stuff and 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 go to the Fantastic Cruising community on Facebook and ask them things, and they'll give you the, to the best of their knowledge and the best of their experience, their expert opinion and expert knowledge. To my uh, in my experience, uh, I've never been on Royal or Norwegian, but I have family who has. Most recently, I believe Norwegian up to. Out of Seattle up to Alaska. Now, yes. Well, as I said before in several episodes before, while I am in Seattle and I would like to cruise up to Alaska, it is considerably, you know, it is a bit more expensive than cruising the Caribbean. So, it's, and I, and just to me, I would much like more. I would much like it more cruising the Caribbean. So I would, I would more likely go out to Florida and cruise in the Caribbean. And I, that's the kind of cruise I would like to go on. Um, there's, I don't know, like I would probably, I would prefer to look for Royal or Norwegian. That that's the cru- or the cruise lines I would look to. If it came up that I found a good uh, found a found a good price or found a good thing on Carnival, then I would go with Carnival again because, like I said, I've cruised them twice before and I trust them and I know them. And I know their stuff. There have been, the last cruise I was on it was a while ago. The last cruise I was on was on the Carnival Legend a while ago, and we went to see if I remember Cozumel, Grand Cayman. Uh, there's two more Roatan, and and Key West, and I didn't I liked all of them. Now to me. Key West was the weirdest, and Key West seemed a bit more off, because it wasn't really... It was down the south of Florida. It was down the south of Florida. It was down the headed in that area to the Caribbean, but it wasn't Caribbean. And I guess at the time I was thinking it was also an American port. So while it was easy to, to get in and out, it was kind of an American port, and I was there for the Caribbean. I was there to experience ports that I can't easily get to, or things that I don't normally experience, and I wanted to go there. I want to experience them. Belize was the other one. No, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I just that just popped into my head. It was Grand Cayman, Cozumel, Belize, and Roatan. Um, 
we went past Key West. I had been to Key West. That was on the previous cruise. That's where I mixed that up. So I had been to Key West, but it was Grand Cayman, Cozumel, Rotan, and Belize. Now, we couldn't... The thing with Belize is that the la- and Belize was on the last cruise that I went that I went on with my best friend. The thing about Belize was that you can't you can't dock in the port, and maybe that's changed. You can't dock in the port. You have to tender because there's a reef that surrounds Belize, and the cruise ships can't go in because they'll damage the reef. So they have to they have to drop anchor a bit ways out. I almost said park. <laughs> They have to drop anchor a little ways out, and they send a tender. The port of Belize sends a tender out to your ship, and you tender in to the port of Belize. And it's 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 great. We didn't see much. We saw outside a little outside and a little around the port of Belize, and then we tendered back to the ship. Now, we didn't. The weird thing in my experience with Belize is that you don't want to just go walking around. We'll leave the port and go walking around the town because it can be kind of. I was told on the ship it could be kind of dangerous, kind of a little off. You want to set up like a shore excursion, or you want to set up some kind of an excursion that takes you out of the port area. You're just stopping through the port and through the port terminal to get back onto the tender to get back to the ship. There's other things that. Now I remember. I remember. So I remember seeing a little bit of Belize, and I would like to go back to see more. Um, I've also saw, um, that was the second time I had been to Cozumel. So I knew Cozumel quite well. There was also another, uh, we also went to Grand Cayman. That was also the second time I had been to Grand Cayman. And while I didn't know it as well as I, well, I didn't know it as well as I knew Cozumel, I did know it. And we also went to Roatan, which is the largest of the Bay Islands in Honduras. And the way it parks, I want to say, and anyone who's listening can correct me if I'm wrong. And please, Matt and Kimbrough, if you listen to this episode, you can please correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's called Mahogany Bay. That's, that's, the, that's the thing that comes back to mind when I say that. Um, we... The cruise port is so close to the beach that you can get to. It literally looks like you could walk off the beach, swim in through the water a little bit. They'll not get too deep. Too deep. It looks like you can walk off the beach, swim in a little bit, and walk right back to the cruise ship. So it just looks. It looks like the cruise ship is so close. It's really funny. It's just. I was sitting on the beach, and my best friend and I were just walking through the water and just chatting and swimming. And I remember looking outside, and we remember thinking it's really funny how close the cruise ship is. It really looks. It literally. You probably couldn't because the water. In all fairness, the water. The water probably got pretty deep pretty quickly. But it looks like you could walk from the beach to the cruise ship, not to the cruise ship terminal. Although you could do that too. You could walk through the water in your swim trunks back to the cruise ship and it just it, it just it looked that close and that that interesting the other thing about uh, Roatan was that the water was like crystal and I mean like not like you, you hear the saying although it was that you hear the saying crystal clear not necessarily that the water was crystal clear but it looks like you you stand in the you, you stand in the water 
with your feet in the sand on the bottom of the on the bottom of the beach or ocean. You stand off the beach with your feet on the bottom and the water is so transparent, so crystal clear, you can see your feet. You can see your toenails on the bottom of the on the bottom of the ocean. Clearly see them. And the it was like freaking bath water. It was so warm. And so, I mean, it wasn't warm like, oh my God, I'm sticking my feet in boiling hot water. It was warm. It was like very, very comforting, very soothing kind of warmth. Now, I'm just going to be talking about the fact that there's probably different kinds of warmth. That, that's weird to say that. Um, it's just, that's, that's the way it felt to us. And that's the thing that jumped out to me was that it was so cool. And it was so clear the water was so clear you could see like you could be walking through and there are fish swimming around and there might have been a ray or two i don't i don't know if there was i don't and matt you can correct me if i'm wrong here there i don't know if rays come in that close to the beach but i mean you could walk from the beach you could walk up to out walk all the way up out into the water to where the water was just above your waist and this is on i'm i'm five seven five eight probably closer to five eight and I could walk all the way up out into the water, out to the water, was, so the water was a little bit over my waist. A little bit over my waist. And I don't know if, if um, rays come in that close. Or even if there's rays in that, in that area of Roatan. Like I said before, Matt and Kimbra are the authorities on cruising. Especially Matt as far as cruise creatures are concerned. Um... But it felt like, and there were definitely fish. It felt like because the water was so clear, you could see fish. And you could see other types of sea life swimming around by your feet. You could see their gills and their fins. It was awesome. It was unbelievably awesome. And outside the cruise port, walking through Rotan, the cruise port, it occurred to me that the cruise port seemed very, very commercial. It seemed very like an an open air shopping mall so to speak and it seemed kind of very much like that there was it just seemed yeah commercial very very commercial and that was a little to me at the time that was a little weird that was i don't want to say disorienting it was just a little weird in that in that assumption and that in that moment because it felt like you know we were on a beach we were on we were in the caribbean we were relaxing trying to relax as well and here's this commercialism this um maybe overpriced area and commercialism and it seemed kind of weird in that respect so i just i mean i didn't think much of it i just went back to the beach and went back later on that night we went back to the ship and it seemed very i just i just i hated hated my best friend will agree with me here when i say this i hated leaving Roatan. Absolutely hated it. And I kind of thought as we were walking back to the ship when we had to get back to the ship by a certain time, which makes me bring, now that I say that, it makes me think of an extra question. And hopefully anyone can answer this. If if a ship's, if we're, if you're on, and I know a short excursion will get you back to the ship in time to board it, but if you're on an excursion or if you're going to the beach or you're just walking around and the, because I can't think of another word to say, the recall time it's probably the word wrong choice, but <clears throat> the wrong word, the word wrong choice, nice slip of the, nice slip of the tongue, the wrong word choice. 
the time to arrive back at the ship is say you get there at eight or seven or eight and the time the recall or the time back to the ship is that you got to be back there before before at or before four o'clock or at or before five o'clock then you have to be on the ship by then or the ship will start to depart will start to leave Will a ship see you every time you got on? And I don't know if this is still the same way. But every time you got on off the ship, you had you had sea cards, or little cards that you swipe through a terminal on the port of the ship on the port of the ship, which is kind of like keeps track of the the ship's the ship's. Um, now I want to say resume, but I know that's the wrong word. That keeps track of the the ship's manifest. That's the word. Keeps track of the ship's manifest. Who left the ship? Who's at sea? No, who's left the ship? Who's who's on shore? Who's still on the ship? Stuff like that. So, the ship keeps track of the manifest, and it knows who left. So then, when you arrive back at the ship and you come back on, you swipe your sea card again, and the ship the ship's manifest now has record that you're back on the ship. So, given that, will a ship ever truly leave port? Because doesn't it know that? There are some people who haven't swiped their sea card through and are not back on the ship yet. So, given that it doesn't know, knows that there might be some people who are not back on the ship yet, will a ship really leave port without its, its total complement of passengers? And that seems like if that if the answer to that could be yes or some form of yes in the weirdest way, is that really the smartest move for a cruise line to do? Because then the cruise line gets all sorts of press about, hey, you left such and such passenger back on the back on the shore and back at the port and that's not that's not good that's not what a cruise ship or a cruise line wants to wants to be known for not known for wants to have in their records they don't want to be they don't want to have it known that they left someone back at port so this just and we had went to we had went so we left Roatan because Roatan was the last stop we had a sea day and then we got back to Port Orlando, and that was that was heartbreaking. We got back to Port Orlando, and we not I keep saying Port Orlando because I keep thinking of Disney, and that's not what I mean. Carnival. We got back to Tampa, so we got back to Port Tampa to the Port of Tampa, and we that was horrifying. You know, as everyone, every cruise, every cruise podcast, and every cruise people say, the worst part about a cruise ship is getting off because you never want to get off. And that's the same thing. It's the same thing with, like I was saying earlier about Vegas. The worst part of about a part about Vegas is to quote a movie, leaving Las Vegas. The worst part about leaving Vegas is leaving. The worst part about getting off a cruise ship is getting off a cruise ship. So it's just it's rough and it's quite tough. So we got back off the cruise ship. And well, we took the ship back to the port of Tampa, and we got off there. And here's one thing I always wanted to, wanted to ask, and I kind of sort of think I know the reason or the answer to it now that I say this, is that when every crew, re, any every ship redocks back at its home port or the port it left from, why does it dock and say everybody off at 7 a.m.? Why can't it say everyone off at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m.? I know they have to reboard the ship and leave again at like 4 o'clock that afternoon or 5 o'clock that afternoon. And they need some time to get to clean, wipe everything down, and get and make and do the uh, housekeeping. I know they need all that time, and that can take a while. But do you have to have have all 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 ashore? 
I used to hear all ashore that's going ashore. Well, that's why they say all ashore, because not everyone is going ashore. Not everyone wants to. And I've heard people say people live at sea. That is really awesome. I would love to live at sea and love to be on a lengthy cruise with someone. That would be just so beyond cool. So, yeah, so thank you all for listening for me going off about my experiences with cruising and my experience with cruise ships and what I know. Like I said before earlier in the episode, I am not an authority on cruising at all. I'm just talking about what I remember and what I know and my stories. Uh, Matt and Kimbra are. Check out the Fantastic Cruising Community on Facebook. Go to Apple Podcasts and find look for Fantastic Cruising. Give them a five-star review. And thank you all for listening. Stick around for a little bit more and get a little bit more extra. Thank you all. Please join me in supporting and giving to the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project. When you donate to the Pride Foundation, you join thousands of supporters building a better, safer, more equitable world for LGBTQIA plus people and their families. Every gift, whether $1 or $1,000, makes an impact for real people and ripples outward into our communities. There are many different ways to join and help the fight. Also go on to their websites for the Pride Foundation and the Trevor Project and donate and help in any way possible. The Trevor Project offers support and help for LGBTQIA youth all over the country and all over the world. Please show them some love and give them some support.